Hello, once again, my awesome project managers. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show. It's a pleasure to be with you today, and I hope you're having a great week so far. Today, we're going to hear from our buddy Roy once again. We're going to be talking about the PMP Exam Content Outline, and we're going to go into some of the tasks in the outline. This is just the beginning, because all throughout the weeks in this podcast, We're going to be examining a lot of PMP exam content from an agile and hybrid lens. This is extremely important as you prepare for your PMP exam. So let's go into the classroom and hear what our buddy Roy has to say. So it's so uh, all of our processes, all of our agile processes are built around natural leadership. And I think there's there needs to be a distinction here. We tend to think in traditional organizations of leadership as a role. It's an executive position or a very senior position. That's not what we're talking about here. While they should exhibit the attributes of leadership, leadership is not a title. Leadership is a persona. It's a it's a, the way of being. It's coming from a place of optimism and encouragement and setting your vision. And that's that's a really important aspect of leadership, setting organizational clarity, clear vision, clear mission to make sure that the team knows where, where they're going. What are they building? What are they? Why are they doing it? Uh, people need to feel that they have a purpose in life. If you want engagement, especially in the knowledge space. People need to have a purpose and leadership is able to do that. And again, I'm talking about leadership attributes, the natural leadership that we see in teams. Um, So that could be in the form of a product owner because product owner is a leadership position. Scrum master is a leadership position. While not the title of it, it is a leadership role. But we also should expect natural leadership within the team. It's surprising how that just kind of forms when you don't call someone a leader, they tend to just some people just naturally form that leadership role. Now, as part, some of the responsibilities of a leadership uh, role, supporting diversity, and we're not just talking about the traditional sense of diversity. We're also talking about diversity of ideas, the behaviors, inclusion, uh, making sure that we all feel like we're part of something bigger. That's really what we're talking about, but while also recognizing the individual. Difficult thing to kind of balance, and you know, sometimes that causes conflict, which refers us back to our previous discussion. Uh, Now, servant leadership is different and leadership in general is different from management, as as you mentioned, Phil. Management and leadership, they are both necessary aspects. We don't say we no longer need management. It it still needs to happen. What you'll discover is there are times when people do need to be told what to do. And that's the concept of management. Again, not as a role, not as a title, but as an attribute, as a, a thing to do. Sometimes people do need to be told what to do. I know we say a lot in Agile, you don't need to do that. Well, sometimes you do, right? That's the reality, especially when teams are just forming. They're getting into something new. They're, they may be nervous. They might be afraid. They don't know where they're going. So in those cases, they need to see this is what we're doing. This is where we're going. They need to hear that. And that reduces their fear, reduces the anxiety of, of going through that change. That helps. If you're going to manage something, it's not about managing people. It's about managing the change curve, right? That change curve, when you're introducing something new, people tend to get very depressed. They go low productivity and managing is the process of helping us through that change curve until you now can rely more on leadership than on management. All of them are both are beneficial, but you need to pick and choose when to do each one. Usually we our go-to is to manage, to command and control. We want to back up, back away from that and start leading and let the team manage themselves. 
Uh, now, you also need to determine your leadership style, and that shifts back and forth. There could be a directive where we're instructing, we're guiding, you know, we're, we're, we're getting people to a certain direction. Uh, and then there's collaborative, and collaborative is we're engaging ideas. We want to hear opinions, but you are ultimately the final decider. So you still retain that leadership quality, but you are more collaborative. You're collecting information from a bunch of different people. Uh, now, I mentioned also that leadership comes from a point of optimism. That's not toxic optimism. It's not optimism in the sense of everything. You know, everything is wonderful. That's not what we're talking about. It's the true belief that we can do anything, that we can get past any challenge. And that optimism is, is infectious, right? It, 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 it rubs off on the team and they like that optimism. Uh, it happens in politicians. You know, politicians that are very positive, people will follow and vote for them multiple times. It's the same basic concept. Optimism is a critical aspect of leadership. Um, we also want to make sure that we are able to um, engage people, right? And engaging people is that's, again, that's kind of that collaborative process that you, they need to know that as a leader, that they can talk with you and that it's a comfortable kind of discussion and not, I need to go knock on someone's door. That's what we're trying to build. All right. Just looking through my notes, make sure we've covered everything here. All right. Um, so um, leadership. So um, there are different options that you can, uh, that you can choose from as from a, from a leadership perspective, there are different ways to of leading people. And some people need a different methodology. Some people you can say, this is where we're going. Tell me what you need. And they're good with that. Others need a little more direct conversation. They need some encouragement. They need to be told that they are part of something bigger. They need that. We're human beings and people react differently. Uh, so it, it's, it's basically comes down to empathy. And that's really the important aspect. We talk about empathy a lot in the agile space. Empathy is actually feeling what your customers are feeling, what your team, what your team members are feeling to really be involved and get to that deep understanding. You can, you can hear somebody and you can, you can kind of feel what they're going through. That's, that's empathy, right? The, the, the actual feeling, feeling what they're feeling, understanding their feelings, understanding their emotions, that will get you to a much better place of leadership. All right, Phil, anything you want to add? Thank you, Roy. That concludes our review today of the PMP exam content outline task. If you are looking to learn more about the PMBOK Guide 7th edition from an agile lens, a hybrid lens, you want more of this lingo and discussion, hey, go on down to hybridprojectmanagement.com. Roy and I would love to see you in our next workshop. It's happening very soon. So don't forget hybridprojectmanagement.com. Whether you are preparing for the PMP exam or you are already a PMP, this will absolutely put you into top gear. Look forward to seeing you. Bye for now.